Welcome to Medialer Sandwich. I'm Scotty Miali, better known as Toten from Toten.com. And if you're watching me on video, you're probably on YouTube.com slash K. So both my uh, co-hosts couldn't be here. It, it's that time of year. People are on vacation and closing houses. You know, uh, Will's moving into his new house. Uh, Mark is visiting some family. And, well, I'm sort of visiting someone from Michigan. Uh, we have Frank, which, man, you, you're, you've worked on some crazy stuff. Can you go ahead and introduce yourself and say who you are? Yeah, yeah. Um, it's nice to be here, first off. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, Frank Hasgriff, um, uh, let's see, spec grad. Um, I think we have that in common. Yes. Um, and uh, I am a video producer in the digital space. So it's, uh, you know, uh, YouTube, Facebook, um, kind of kind of all those things. Uh, uh, currently working for Condé Nast Entertainment. Uh, that's uh, the sort of uh, company that owns and oversees um, some, some of the bigger magazines you might recognize, like a... Uh, Vanity Fair, GQ, uh, Bon Appetit. Um, I think there are a couple of golf magazines. Um, uh, there's definitely one. I think there are a couple. Um, yeah, um, that, that's, that's me. Um, <laughs> now, in the past, you worked on other stuff, too. You worked on uh, uh, yeah. some MTV spots. Uh, I believe you may have done work for a YouTuber that some people might have heard of, maybe a team of YouTubers. Yeah, yeah. Um, I've, I've been in digital for, for a minute. Um, uh, I guess I started, like, my first uh, YouTube, you know, uh, project. Uh, I, I had a, a, a small hand in a, a video for Smosh in 2010 um, that ended up being a, a working relationship with them for probably three or four years. Um, and uh, that was in California uh, before moving to the East Coast, uh, currently in New York. Um, and, uh, yeah, before uh, landing in my current spot, I, um, worked on a, a couple of different projects, um, uh, and spent a fair amount of time on the, the MTV show, uh, YouTube basing show, uh, MTV decoded. Uh, so I've, I've been in digital YouTube for, for a minute. It's funny you mentioned decoded when I was in college. I, I taught uh I sort of assisted, taught for a couple of years at university, and man, I had students that went and made their own like decoded series and stuff like that. So that's <laughs> I mean it it's cool because it's such a simple now were you editing or are you just a producer in that series? I shouldn't say uh, just there, there. There's no just on that. I'm sure that was a really interesting series to produce, working with so many different talents and getting them together and talking about the same thing at some point. Uh, how many shows like when you brought in a talent, how many shows would they film in a day? Like, Because I'm sure you'd have multiple s subjects. Uh, um, I mean, one of the, the fun things about out decoded was that um it, it was really a hodgepodge of projects 
so it actually, you know, um, of course I am always in favor of bat shooting something when you can. Uh, but by and large, you know, it was, uh, you know, we, we took it one at a time. Okay. Uh, as much as possible. I'm yeah. trying to remember um, I mean, the show. That's like boy code, boy code decoded, girl code. It was. It's like almost like a reaction series, right? Where they had the, where they had a person, a comedian in a room talking to a camera, and they would just be reacting to stuff. It was something like that, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, okay. It was. Um, it was a half uh, sort of reaction or vlog style setup, mm-hmm. um, half sketch comedy. Um, uh, with, uh, one host, Francesca Ramsey. And, uh, it, it would basically alternate, uh, a weekly schedule of, uh, a vlog or, um, a talking head or a news okay. sort of piece, uh, or opinion piece and, uh, a sketch. Uh, a lot of my time and energy went into the sketches. Okay. I mean, you weren't the only producer, so, you know, I, I, I'm i sure. So your focus was on the sketches. Yeah, I, I think that's fair. Okay. That, yeah. you know, that, so a lot of what you produce, I'm trying to find like a, like a good solid like example so people can be like, that's what I want to do. Mm. I mean, I'm sure you do a little bit of something every day right now. You work, you know, you don't yeah. work for a magazine. You work for a group of magazines. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And as I'm sure they still have print media, I'm a, a bulk of their stuff yeah. is all online now. So, yeah. Yeah. you know, would you know, it, that's how they sell it now. Now it's a video like you could read on the magazines because. Well, people get these golf magazines, whether they want them or not. They, you know, you got one subscription, you get 10 to go to the door because, you know, people still don't pay for magazines. The advertisements pay for the magazines. Um, So, but people go to the websites for for the video, for the interaction. So what's, when you make these, when your clients talk to you about creating a video, what is their main appeal? Like, what's the focus on these videos? Uh, so, uh, it, it's pretty interesting. Um, uh, the way, the way it's formulated, the way the, the company's positioned and the, the team I'm on is set up is, uh, you know, we get to, uh, come up with the, uh, the, the fun, big concepts, um, the, the things that are, are hopefully going to, you know, do really well on, uh, YouTube and Facebook. And, you know, we, we go out and we, um, you know, find the, the best video ideas, um, uh, whatever that might be, you know, uh, uh, in-depth piece with, with an expert on, um, uh, whatever their thing is. Um, we did, uh, a uh, Scrabble video for uh, the New Yorker, and we do this series on like uh, butchery and, and cooking for Bon Appetit. Um, but those those ideas all started um, just as a cool video concept. Like let's mm-hmm. let's get an expert and go really in depth um, with them, and we we take these ideas and we sort of uh, present them to the the brand. Mm-hmm. Um, 
so so we have that fun. What's that the number fun one job. thing are you selling though? You're saying this will get a lot of views. This will get a lot of attention to the website. This will sell you magazines. What what is like the number? If you had to like. Obviously, nothing's, you know, this is the only thing. I'm sure there's, you know, a, a series of things you want to hit. Everyone needs big numbers. So yeah, we'll just yeah. we'll just put that to the side. <laughs> Besides saying, oh, this is going to be seen by a bunch of people. What what are the uh, um, what's the criteria as in what's the goal? Um, you know, the, the goal is, I mean, besides being seen, um, uh, it, it's really just to uh, establish the brand as as a mm-hmm. video provider. Um, you know, it's it's um, helping uh, these brands uh, prove to to you know new audiences that um, you know they they can still provide you know all sorts of content um, right. that's interesting. So you it's know, reaching new audiences, maybe you know maybe a younger audience because uh, I'm sure they never say, Hey, we need a video that's going to hit, you know, that 60 to 80 crowd. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know the, the golf magazine maybe, but I don't see that being the primary demographic when you're talking about online video. I could be wrong. I don't know. Yeah. You correct. Me. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, we, I mean, this is going to sound just cliche, but like, we want to make videos that appeal to, to everyone and um, to, to, you know, demographics beyond just like uh, age ranges and, you know, uh, gender or whatever those criteria are, it's, you know, um, who, whoever loves golf, you know, whoever that person is, you know, we, we don't uh, think too much about, uh, you know, who that person is besides like a golf lover. Right. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you could, you know, people pick up golf all the time, you know, I, I don't personally play golf, but I do get phone calls or I see, Oh, Hey, look, there's a networking thing at a golf house. And if I pay X amount of money, I get to play golf for, I don't know if I want to do that. And obviously then I'll jump on and Google golf, which I've yet to do because I have better. I have, I shouldn't say better. I have other things I will do with my Saturday instead. Um, I shouldn't yeah. say better just because I have no life. I shouldn't make yeah. it sound like yeah. it's a good life. Um. <laughs> I I tried golf once myself and I was so so mm. discouraged after the first day. Right, but never, it's it's such again. a culture though. I mean, I've spent a lot of time yeah. at at uh, um at country clubs and stuff, just doing video for all the barrage of events that happens there. Uh, so what's the size? I mean, you do a lot of these videos. What's the casual, yeah. what's usually the size of the crew for one of these videos? Um, you know, I mean, one of the nice things about digital in general is, uh, it, it's always a, a smaller personal, mm-hmm. uh, crew. Um, and it, it's, uh, on a good day, it's, uh, you know, uh, a handful of people, uh, you know, four or five, whatever it takes, uh, that are willing to, to do whatever is needed to, to get the job done. Um, mm-hmm. you know, that's, that's one of the appealing things uh, to me about digital is, uh, 
you know, uh, there's, there's not, uh, there's not generally a a lane for you to stay in, you know, you, you need to, um, work across like a breadth of things and you need people that are going to work across the breadth of things too. Now the, you know, for your current job, is it usually like the same five or six people or does it vary? Yeah, we, we have, you know, uh, our team of people, um, uh, you know, a couple of regulars and then, Mm -hmm. um, yeah, there's always a couple of freelancers, uh, a couple of people from outside the company that we bring in. I mean, I, I'm technically one of those people. I'm just there for a prolonged period of time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now you've been to, now you've lived in LA, you've lived in New York now, mm. um, and you've done, uh, no, go sorry, for it, man. Uh, you got a thought, go for it. <laughs> no, no. Uh, um, I, I love LA, but I was actually uh, Northern California in the, the Sacramento area, so oh, more okay. towards like San Francisco. Um, so, um, yeah, yeah, it's, uh, a little bit different of a story than than, than I normally yeah, hear. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> well, I stand yeah, corrected. It, how did the, so? How did you end up in North <laughs> California? <laughs> uh, you know, as, as it happened, uh, what my, was her my, name? Or his name, <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> Her name was Megan. Okay. Uh, um, and we'd been dating for about a year at a, at the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, she was uh, accepted to UC Davis, which is just uh, outside of Sacramento. And it felt like a good time for a change uh, for me personally. And uh, yeah, uh, followed her out there. And um, yeah, one of the the great decisions of my life um you know uh professionally it it has definitely led me down a great path and uh personally um megan and i got married in august so you know oh fantastic congratulations (laughs) thank you thank you oh wow um yeah, yeah, it's not the part of California people think of. Now, did you already? Yeah. Now you were doing video in California as well. Did you have something already set up before you moved out there, or you're just like, "Hey, let's make this work"? <laughs> yeah, it was it was a, a leap of faith okay. um, before before finding my way into Smosh. Um, I freelanced for a bit. Um, you know, I worked uh, pretty pretty much at the the PA level for um two three years um and still uh, as a pa for a while into my time with mosh um and that was uh traveling reality shows that would you know come up from la and shoot um in and around like san francisco uh sacramento um some some movies um i worked as a, a sound guy uh on a, a couple of uh features that were, were great experiences, but probably, you know, uh, um, most people haven't heard of. Hey, we, we, you know what? Everyone's worked on movies. No one else has ever heard of <laughs> and made movies yeah. that nobody else has ever heard of. That's perfectly <laughs> fine. Some of my favorite yeah. movies, no one's ever heard of. And some of them have huge cult, you know, followings. Oh, I mean, yeah, us I, being I see the trauma it, shirt. 
Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I figured since you were asking things going on around Detroit, I had to wear one of my Detroit film festivals. And <laughs> and even though Troma has a huge film festival in New York, they have a little tiny one in Detroit. Uh, and that was started by a couple of guys that just say, we want a film festival and reached out to Troma. It's like, hey, can we use your name? Can we use this? Can we use that? And, you know, so there's Troma Dance New York, which is huge. And now there's Troma Dance Detroit. They didn't do it this year, but that's incredible. But they swear they'll be back next year. Um, <laughs> and man, the movies they get. I only know of them because uh, somehow I end up when my movies end up on there and the movies they get on their film festival are both amazing and horrifying um, when it comes to uh, content and quality. Because um, <laughs> you never know what you're going to get. Um, but yeah, there's movies that, you know, just, just talking about one little film festival, there's movies that will stick with me for a very long time, whether it's a good thing or bad thing. So, I swear okay, one. so California, exactly and now like you're in New York. So how'd you make the jump from California to New York? Um, you know, I, I um, believe in uh, refreshing things from time to time. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the move... Uh, to California worked out so well. Um, uh, Megan had uh, finished up uh, her school. Um, And and there was really nothing holding us to California at that point. Uh, So we were looking around and, you know, LA was an option, but um, New York had uh, uh, just the the greater appeal. Um, I feel like ultimately... Ultimately, um, ultimately, I'm a Midwesterner. I think um, mm. yeah, I miss I miss the Midwest, um, but uh, a close second would be the East Coast. Um, so um, yeah, it was uh, another leap of faith. Um, didn't have um, uh, strong plans for myself when we made the move, um, but um, yeah, yeah, um, you know, luck, persistence. Um, you know, I was able to, uh, work my way into the, the digital crowd in New York, um, and, and, you know, pick up momentum, you know, uh, one little gig here and another gig here and, uh, just snowballing that into, uh, where I am, I guess, you know, um, uh, making those connections. Now, Wherever you go, do you feel like it's a tight knit community? Like everyone sort of knows each other. Yeah, there's there's a bit of that. Um, uh, you know, I, I think New York is. Um, I mean, it's it's one of the two biggest markets, um, but even still, it's you know uh, just a matter of a, a couple degrees separation. I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, between me and anyone else working. Um, and uh, yeah, you, you really don't have to go far to, to find a, a common connection with, with anyone mm-hmm. uh, in, in New York. Um, yeah, I mean, that's, that's probably true uh, across the board as well. It's, it's digital. Um, you know, it's YouTube. Everyone's 
kind of connected. Everyone's kind of talking to each other. Um, is YouTube yeah, still like a big, hey, we got to put our videos on YouTube or are people looking at like the other platforms? Because uh, I know right now when the big pushes is, is since YouTube changed their algorithms up so much, it's like we're trying to sell stuff. Yeah, it's going to go on YouTube. But really, Facebook, because we get to push it through, you know, through this group and through the this ad set through Facebook, it's still going to have an ad set through Google. But we're going to do both of these right now. We need Facebook and Twitter. Yeah. Um, oh, I mean, and, and, uh, and Snapchat, of course, because I know there's <laughs> so, so much stuff made for Snapchat now. And I. You know, I don't know if there's any other if there's any other platforms that they're like, hey, we need something for, you know, is that going? <laughs> let me know. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I feel like those are the uh, the big three right now. Um, um, YouTube, Facebook, Snapchat. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, live is an entirely different beast and, and social in general. So those videos that are. Um, now, when you say live, are you talking about a platform like Live.me, or are you talking about just live streaming? Live streaming, yeah. Yes. Um, Huge different different beast. I know people are like, how come you don't live stream? Because I don't want to deal with it. <laughs> That's why I live stream for you know my current day job and for you know not so much my current one because I'm not on the on the event side, <laughs> but with my yeah. you know last day job we used to live stream and stuff and. Even though I love editing live versus editing in post, because if I make a mistake, it's already been made. I don't have to go back. Um, I like that. Yeah, and I think yeah. it makes you better a better editor editing. Uh, uh, you know, three to five camera shoot live because it gives you an idea what you're looking for faster. And I like being credited as a fast mm. editor. Um, maybe that's not everyone's mm. thing, but that's why I like editing live the actual getting to go live thing is the whole other ball game and you know what <laughs> i'm gonna let the producer handle that so um <laughs> as a producer go ahead and touch on that a little bit oh um <laughs> live live is i mean it's it's a beast and it's um one that I, I haven't had to wrestle with much. Uh, okay. What are the yeah. things that most people it's, don't think of when you're like, yeah, we're going when they're like, hey, why don't you broadcast this live? What are some of the things that most people don't think of? <laughs> well, you know, uh, uh, the way I, I would usually come back to them is um, just from my own personal perspective, mm -hmm. which is I'm a control freak. Mm -hmm. um, and um, you know, going live, you're just, you're giving up, you know, uh, so much of that control. Um, mm -hmm. you know, once it's out there, it's out there and that can be a really cool, fun thing, uh, for a lot of people. Uh, but, but that's not, that, that's not me. Um, how about on know, the tech think, side? What, what, what are the obstacle courses from the tech side? Oh, uh, um, you know, I, I know it's, uh, I, I know there's a lot going on, but that's, that's the extent of it for me, honestly. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. Yeah. I, um, you know, uh, 
If you're in someone else's venue, you have to talk to them about their internet. If you're at a hotel, you usually Mm -hmm. have to uh, pay for a dedicated line, and most clients aren't expecting to pay between three and a thousand dollars just to go online with a dedicated line. Why can't you Mm. just use the Wi-Fi? Because I don't want this cutting out on you or being all digitized. That's why. Um, I mean, it's one thing if, if, if you're a YouTuber experimenting. It's another thing if your brand representing you know, an, ent- an entity and trying to sell a product. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's, it's amazing that we are able to just grab our phones and, um, you know, go live and, and talk to uh, you know, whoever's out there, whoever wants to listen. That's, that's amazing. But um, yeah, sometimes, especially if you're a bigger brand or something, you really got to uh, pump the brakes. You know, let's think about this for a minute before we uh, make that jump, before we uh, just start streaming on our phones, you know, but uh, uh, yeah, What's expected of us? How, how can we do this better than uh, just just throwing it up there like, uh, you know, like you're a, a vlogger or something? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so you start at Specs Howard, which which in the Detroit area, many, many of us started there. I'm not endorsing the school. I'm just saying <laughs> that's where we started. Where did you go after Specs? Yeah. Um, oh, and one more thing. Specs is not a degree program. People were like, oh, well, he's got a specs degree. No, no, it's not a degree program. <laughs> everyone went to specs. Most people that say, well, I graduated from this university, they still started at specs. So don't, that, that, it doesn't mean anything. <laughs> I say that because yeah, I've so- been stopped many times talking to someone like, well, I want to hear this guy because he went to specs. So did I. Well, why don't you say so? Because I went to another university afterwards and got a real degree. Not <laughs> insulting specs. I'm just saying it's where you start or where a lot of people started. All right. My yeah. apologies. So where did you go after specs? Uh, yeah. So uh, I got my uh, my certification mm-hmm. um, uh, at specs uh, from the, the broadcast side. Um, and, you know, I realized towards the end of the program that I really hated the um, – the, the deadline that mm-hmm. I was probably going to be faced with working in like a, a broadcast news style um, situation. Um, and so, um, yeah, uh, getting out of specs, I, I tried to um, you know, regain my footing. Uh, yeah, I had this, uh, um, this experience under my belt um, and uh, I was fortunate to end up at uh, a post-production house, um, just in there, like a uh, client services uh, department. You know, just entry level. Um, uh, that that is very get, lucky. Getting in the door, getting in the door, yeah. Um, and they were they were amazing. Um, it was my first sort of really professional experience, um, and I was I was there for about two years, um, starting in, you know, the, the basic gopher position, mm-hmm. um, uh, moving into their media library department, uh, where I was, uh, when I chose to, to head out West. Um, Oh, what, what and, production company was that? If you don't mind, if you don't want to say, you don't have to. 
No, no, uh, they, they were amazing. Um, they were, they were GTN at the time, um, later to be ringside, currently cutters, okay. uh, I believe. Um, and, uh, when, when I left them, they, they were ringside creative. Um, and, uh, yeah, um, they, they were a great company there in, uh, Oak Park, I believe. I think they're still there. Um, and, uh, yeah, um, uh, they, uh, happened on a soundstage, which was really where I started to get some broader production experience. Um, you know, I, I was sort of a, um, a fill in for the regular studio manager. Um, so I had the opportunity to, to open up the doors, um, and facilitate shoots for mostly car companies, you know, it's, it's Detroit. Um, so, um, yeah, if you're in production, you're going to work on car commercials. Uh, I think that's still true. Um, and, um, yeah, a couple music videos, a couple, uh, infomercials, I think. And that's, that's how I, I really got started, um, uh, in production. That's fantastic. I don't normally hear yeah. that anymore. Usually people talk about having to know somebody or going to the university or something like that. That That's awesome how you're able to get in after specs. Um, uh, oh, yeah, there's something else I want to talk about. So the MTV spots you worked on, you worked on a couple. Um, I'm not sure what the name of the series was. It's on your it's on your website. It's on your. So you can't deny this. <laughs> but uh, 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 social justice warriors type. Uh, <laughs> these type clicks. There was like three yeah. or four in this series. Now, I'm. <laughs> watching these uh, as a as a veteran and someone with a lot thicker skin than we see you know what we call the and i'm holding my coat hands in the air i'm you know <laughs> the people that pe some describe as snowflakes you know that that seemed to be the demographic you know the you know all you want to talk about the little bit um you know i i want to hear how it is to work on a piece that you may not agree with. Cause there's things that they said that were, that <laughs> honestly straight up aren't true. <laughs> I mean, the one, there's one uh, segment that was like, like, what do you say if someone comes up and says this? Well, it never happened. There's no proof. It's like, yeah, there is just not the way that it was just presented to you. But that's OK, because you're trying because, you know, I understand the intention, but it, it just how is it working on a piece that you don't necessarily agree with or just something that just makes you want to shake your head going, guys, you know, this isn't really funny, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, um. Uh, I guess a couple things to preface. Uh, um, you're, you're a veteran, so so thank you. I, I do, you know, uh, appreciate that. Uh, you know, my my brother uh, served as well, um, so thank you. Um, and um, you know, I, I don't want to talk about specific 
too much. No, no, no. But... You don't. You don't have to. You, can, <laughs> you, you don't have to talk about yeah. the MTV spot. You could talk about yeah. anything, uh, and you don't even have to preference anything. Like how it is. How yeah. is it? I only preference it just because I'm watching. It's like I don't know <laughs> how. Like what I can like. What can I grip my teeth on and still keep a smile in front of the the client other than to bury my head and work? Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like, <laughs> well, it's like, what do you go through when you work on a project that uh, uh, either isn't, you know, quote unquote, sexy enough to keep your attention or one they are like, what are you guys doing? <laughs> well, um, I mean, I thought. uh um, I thought decoded was, was amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I do really appreciate, you know, um, the, uh, all the, you know, work I got to put in there, um, and, and to be a part of that. Um, I, I did really enjoy it. And I also, you know, uh, I enjoyed being part of something, um, that was, uh, you know, it, it, uh, pokes the bear sometimes, but, uh, you know, they were trying to, to have conversations and, um, you know, get ideas out there to, to hopefully be discussed. Um, so, you know, uh, I do really appreciate that, but like on, on a, a broader scale and this, this isn't, I'm not even thinking about decoded at this point. Right. Um, but yeah, sometimes, um, sometimes you're on a project that you're not feeling, um, it's it's maybe the the writing or um you know maybe the um the the director or one of the uh producers or something is you know just kind of a a jerk um and it's frustrating to be there um uh and and that sucks um but i i i grade projects um, you know, when, when they're presented to me on sort of like three different criteria, um, and you know, that's what simply, um, am I being paid? Is, is this, you know, worth my time financially? Mm-hmm. Um, is this, um, a project that, um, I can get on board with? Are they, is it important? Is it saying something that I think needs to be said? Is it, um, is it worthwhile, um, you know, for, for my time and effort and frustration? Um, and then, uh, third, am, am I personally getting something out of this project? You know, sometimes you're working on something and, um, you're not feeling it, but maybe you're, uh, um, working in a new position. It's, it's some sort of new challenge for you or, you know, get an opportunity to play with a new camera or piece of gear or something like that. Um, you know, something to add to your resume. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, the, that's like the trifecta is getting those three things. Um, I tried to, to work on projects where I at least get to hit two of those things. Um, and, you know, uh, worst case scenario, you're working on that project, um, that, that only has one of those things. Um, but you're still, you're still hopefully mining something out of it. Mm. If, if you're not hitting one of those, what are you doing? Um, 
Well, so, what would you say to somebody just starting off, like doing PA work for a project they don't like? <laughs> and, you know, yeah. what do you say to them when they're like, I don't know what I'm doing? I want to be working on, I want to be working on something. I want to be working on these awesome music videos or, 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 or something more quote unquote sexy, something that's more appealing to me. Well, what do you say to that person? Uh, um, <laughs> hang in there. I mean, when you're, when you're just starting out, um, you know, that, that third criteria, am I personally getting something out of this? Like if, if you're just starting out, you don't know anything and every opportunity to be on set is, um, an opportunity to, to, you know, level up in some way. Um, you know, um, and to, um, either pick up a new skill or help define the, the direction you want to go. Um, you know, you might start out, um, thinking you want to be a camera guy, uh, find out that you really love sound, um, or find out that you really love, uh, crafty, you know, you're, you find that your passion is just like feeding people on set. You want to hang out with these people, uh, have a good time, be a part of things, but really you just want to hang out near the, the craft table and, you know, take care of people. Well, that I'm way. sure a lot of people want to hang out by the craft table, but they're not, <laughs> but they're does. not thinking about uh, feeding people. They're th- <laughs> well, <laughs> although, yeah. although I did have a guest on here a couple weeks ago that, that uh, uh, was an actor in several local films, uh, guys more known as a comic, uh, uh, Tony Milo, uh, you know, he's a comic book writer, artist, does a billion awesome things. And now he's getting into catering. So, <laughs> maybe a couple of those people that he was actually on movie sets with, maybe he'll start, uh, uh, you know, being their craft services. From what I understand, yeah, he yeah. makes a mean meatball, you know, mean meatballs. I, 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 th- those are his things. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds amazing. Yeah. That's, I, I mean, that's, that's really something though. Like, um, yeah, food might be a passion. Um, mm-hmm. you know, and someone that's starting out, I would really encourage them to, uh, take a good hard look at what everyone's doing on set. Um, you know, um, some, some departments face more pressure than others, um, or, or they face different challenges and some of that's going to be more appealing, you know, um, mm-hmm. some people, um, a lot of people enjoy, you know, uh, just being, uh, not just being, but they enjoy being uh, a grip or uh, a gaffer. You know, they just want to work with the lights or they just want to, to rig things together to, to make the shoot possible. You know, they like and it more than trying to get that title best boy. Right. <laughs> yeah. They're, they're not chasing. <laughs> I do know some people that want to be a gaffer just because I want to be credited as best boy. Cause I think it will be awesome. Everyone <laughs> looks at the credits and they see best boy and they don't know what that means, but it has the word best in front of it. <laughs> it's gotta be good. <laughs> the best. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's <laughs> sorry to me to throw you off. <laughs> no, no, not at all. Um, um, yeah. Explore those, those positions that you don't know about. 
figure out what a best boy is. Maybe, maybe that's the, the, you know, uh, position you want to be in yeah and that's, that's one of the few titles that is gender ne- neutral you don't have to be a boy to be a best boy from what i understand okay so i'm gonna go ahead and reach in a hat full of questions and Ooh. people can go ahead and submit questions if i read one of your questions i will say your name on it i actually don't get any questions submitted well i've gotten a couple but very rare so please submit questions um if i read them i'll uh I'll credit you. And uh, this one, um, I believe, one either myself or one of my co-hosts wrote. So uh, there's no credit to this one. Um, this one just simply says, favorite quote. So is there a quote out there that you repeat often? I know there's one that I'm sure I've said multiple times on the show. Um, you know, one of my favorite quotes, which actually is in my signature line on my day job, is... Uh, um, is learn from the mistakes of others because you won't live long enough to make them all yourself. And that's by mm. Groucho Marx. Do you happen <laughs> to have a quote like that on hand that, that, that you're just like, dude, that that's a thing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, oh, quote. Um, you know, the, the, Thing I come back to as as a producer as the uh, um, uh, hard nosed person on set um, uh, reining in all, all these ideas is, is just keep it simple. Um, that, and there's one more word after that, of course. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, um, what's it? Uh, uh, actually, a couple letters, if I remember Boy Scouts, right? It's, uh, <laughs> keep uh, it simple, stupid. Keep it simple, stupid. Yeah. Um, you know, it's, it, I don't think that ever fails anyone. Uh, keep it simple. Yeah. And, and that's the way a lot of things go. I mean, you've said that most of your, your, uh, um, your crew now for a lot of these skits are less than 10 people. Um, Oh, before we before I start closing up on MTV, yeah. how big was that crew? Uh, you know, it, it tended to be a similar size. You know, for like a, a vlog setup, you really only need um, one or two people behind the camera. Um, but for for a sketch, it's, it's still just a handful of people you know and you you count the actors and everything else and you maybe have a dozen people on set so yeah i, I want small. i wanted people to hear it from someone else's mouth that it's <laughs> it's still small mtv is not that huge of a company that people think it is viacom is a huge company uh mtv <laughs> itself a lot of freelancers you know i i heard they have I heard it's still very, they don't have that many people that actually work for MTV proper. Um, yeah, I, yeah. I, <laughs> I, I, I was one of those people not working for MTV mm-hmm. proper. I, I was um, an outsider and yeah, I mean, uh, shoot like that. You're fitting a lot into a day and it just makes sense to keep it small, mm-hmm. you know, that, that's kind of the way the, kind of the way it is nowadays. Okay, so wrapping up, Frank, where can people find you? If they have any questions for you, where they can where can they find you? 
Oh my gosh, my social. Um, you can find me on the internet. Uh, I think I'm one of only two Frank Cosgriffs in existence. Um, uh, Twitter, I believe I'm at Frank Cosgriff. Uh, pretty much all my stuff. Frank Cosgriff. Uh, okay. Yeah, I'll put that in the description. Uh, so you can find, find this you. podcast, Media Layer Sandwich, at MediaLayerSandwich.com. Also on Podbean, iTunes, Google, uh, I want to say Podblade. I, I got to make sure that's that's the proper name of that app. Um, and you can find us other places, too. Just go ahead and, and search it. Uh, if we're not on where you listen to podcasts, feel free to shoot us something on uh, Facebook, on Media Layer Sandwich and on our Facebook, or join our group where you can actually, t- you know, ask all tons of questions or even self-promote if you really wanted to. It's more of a community than a fan group. You know, it, we, we want to talk to each other. We want to actually meet other creators there. And you could, uh, of course, find me at Toten.com. And... You can also subscribe to our YouTube channel. The video always feels different. It really does feel different than the audio version. But of course, we love our audio listeners. So thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. And may the algorithms be in your favor.